0: You're listening to Payments Innovation, a podcast dedicated to helping business leaders navigate today's global digital economy. Looking to learn about the latest innovations within fintech and payments? You've come to the right place. Let's get into the show.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Payments Innovation Podcast. This is your host, Antoino, with Currency Cloud, and today I'm happy to have David Jens from Merchant Growth. David, welcome to the show. Thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, really excited to have you on today. Uh, you know, as we were just uh, talking previously, you know, there's a lot of traction in your space and we're excited to have you on for our listeners be able to, you know, understand your journey and, and how you came about to to create merchant growth. And I guess uh, you know, that'll lead me into kicking it off. Yeah, if you could, you know, a background about your history and what what brought you to uh, you know launch your product today. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks. So
0: uh, I, I always kind of knew I wanted to do my own business someday. I started out uh, out of university working for a private equity firm and uh, learned a lot about you know the financial side of business and you know how to build a good uh, financial forecast and budget and how to raise capital and uh, you know pretty quickly I, I kind of got the the entrepreneurial itch caught up and I knew I wanted to to branch out. So a year out of graduating university. You know, I had come across this interesting space that was developing in the United States, which at the time was called the merchant cash advance industry. And what that basically was is uh, an industry that provided funding to small businesses based on their debit and credit card sales. So a lot of small businesses that operate in the business to consumer space, like restaurants and retail stores, this kind of storefront businesses. They tend to accept debit and credit cards as a form of payment from their customers, and the way the merchant cash advance industry served the financial needs of those businesses is they uh, the industry provided capital to those businesses in exchange for a percentage, an ongoing percentage of those debit and credit card sales volumes and got paid back that way. And, uh, you know, it was an interesting model. It was not a model that uh, traditional financial institutions were employing. You know, at the time that I was looking at this industry, that this was 10 years ago, so this is just coming off of, uh, you know, the Great Recession and the financial crisis. You know, two thousand seven and two thousand nine. There, and uh, so the you know the banks were were tightening uh, tightening up. Regulations were coming in that were making the banks tighten up their risk appetite even further. And uh, so you know these traditional banks that you know never really did a great job of serving small businesses were now starting to do an even worse job of it. And so this market opportunity just started to open up. And uh, I thought it was kind of an interesting need to serve if I could. Uh, help get, uh, you know, small business owners the capital they need. That's, uh, you know, a great mission to kind of focus myself on, you know, and and simultaneously you had this uh, low interest rate environment where investors weren't earning very much on their money. And so it was kind of an interesting opportunity to serve these small business owners and at the same time create an investment opportunity for investors on the other side, you know, to put their capital to work. And so I built this business, which basically operates as a platform that, that connects the investors to the businesses, and so so that's kind of a you know thirty thousand foot view. I, I I started ten years ago. I was the only employee for the first year and a half, and just kind of grew incrementally and slowly. Uh, you know, I never I never went out to the market to raise equity capital for the platform. So we always uh, you know spent only what we could afford and kind of bootstrapped the business to this point. You know where where now we're across the country and we've uh, funded over two hundred and fifty million dollars to Canadian businesses. And continue to grow
1: rapidly. Yeah, that's a really exciting start for you. And I guess untraditionally using your own funds as far as a good funds method um, to, to to see the business grow. You know, and, and I guess talking about those first couple of years, who did you see as far as your competition to start? Was it was it the traditional banking partners that were I guess servicing these small medium businesses to start?
0: Yeah, so I've never considered the uh, traditional financial institutions to be my direct competitor. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, they don't do a great job of serving the credit needs of small businesses. They tend to employ these uh, collateral-based underwriting models where a small business owner walks in and the first question the, the bank representative asks is, uh, do you own a home and how much equity is in that home? And, and uh, if there isn't much equity in that home or there isn't a home or the business owner doesn't want to put up their home, then the conversation pretty much ends abruptly at that point and there's nothing more that the bank can do. And so, you know, really, uh, you know, at at 10 years ago, there were very few competitors in Canada and, you know, now the space has become more developed and there's players up here from the U S and more players that have come up in Canada. So, you know, it's, it's certainly more competitive now than it used to be, you know, in, in the early days, the uphill battle we were fighting was to get the uh, business owners trust, uh, because these, these financing models were just so new. The idea of going online and getting credit for your small business uh, was kind of a radical idea 10 years ago. So it took a bit of time for our business to to grow its reputation and for more applicants to get comfortable with this model. And so that was kind of the biggest, uh, it was more of an education uh, challenge where we were educating the marketplace and now today it's more popular, it's uh, more mainstream, but you know, there's still a lot of business owners that haven't tapped into these types of sources and are still getting comfortable with them. So the market continues to grow and it's, uh, it's a healthy level of competition now, which creates an abundance of choice to the business owners. And it's kind of developing in, in the way that you would uh, hope to see a market develop for the most part.
1: Yeah, I guess having that competition uh, structure really educates the business themselves um, kind of over time as there's this multiple options doing kind of, you know, necessarily not the same thing, but uh, offering the same types of services as far as, um, you know, what you're bringing to market. I guess differentiating from the collateral phase from the bank and educating, you know, the the, the, the customers you have through your debit and credit sales. could you talk a little bit about how you're able to approach that and, and how you're able to draw, you know, financing models off of the credit and debit sales?
0: You know, in the early days, it was tough, admittedly. We uh, struck up some partnerships with uh, some folks in the payment processing industry and, you know, having having their logos up on our website and some cross referrals happening kind of made us feel more real and I think helped build some of that trust. Over time, as the business just grew larger, we started to get some more press and uh, we had a PR team and we started winning awards. And all of that, I think, also helped kind of elevate our stature in the industry. And so, you know, today, if a business owner Googles our company, I don't think it takes too long to get comfort to realize that, you know, we're, we're a legitimate business that uh, has a great reputation in the market, provides a great service. So, yeah, in the early days, uh, like I said, I was the only employee for the first year and a half. So I was wearing all sorts of different hats, one of which was, you know, head of sales. And so I was on the phone with customers, kind of assuring them that, you know, we're a real company and, you know, we're really here to finance them. And, you know, but like I said, it got easier over time.
1: And then to talk about, I guess, the, you know, how you actually do provide them collateral or I guess loans off of the processing or credit sales. How do you guys generate, you know, what, what you're able to provide to these small businesses off of their sales? Is there a certain percentage or, or how do you go about you know, generating that type of uh, options for them? Yeah,
0: that's a great question. So, you know, early on, it's very different than we do it today. So, Early on, it really was just a percentage of debit and credit card sales that, that you know, generally worked for most industries based on, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the margins that uh, most storefront businesses earn off of incremental sales. So we just kind of had these sort of ballpark percentages of, uh, of sales and, and ballpark durations like uh, term and origination. So, you know, are we putting out the capital for an estimated 10 months or is it 18 months? Uh, We kind of had some rules that we applied, and we had a checklist approach to our underwriting to ensure we never missed anything, and that we were responsible stewards of capital for our investors. And then over time, we started to scale and uh, use technology to scale efficiently, and we started to take a very uh, data-driven approach to our underwriting and our pricing and quoting. So we started employing statistical models about five years ago, and so we've been building those ever since. And we've been you know, scaling as a business. So that, bring, that gives us more and more data points to feed into the data models. And we've got this data science team that's constantly iterating on this model. And we've also built algorithms that can take in a business's bank statements. And based on the data in those bank statements, fairly quickly come to an understanding as to what that business's afforded, uh, ability to pay is. And from there, we can back into what size of financing to offer them. And uh, what we call the merchant score, which is our statistical credit model, triangulates uh, a bunch of different data points together to come up with the risk of that account. And that will determine both the rate at which we can deploy the capital to that uh, business, as well as the term, how, how far out we're willing to, to go in terms of how long we wait to get repaid.
1: Gotcha. So it's obviously, it's a big uh, transformation from where you started in that sense of the business as well. Um, no and obviously getting more data points now and utilizing that in more of a strategic way, uh, you know, allows you guys to scale as well. What sort of benefits are you seeing, you know, from, from your solution that you bring to market uh, for these small and medium businesses that, that you're able to, you know, offer your services to uh, that they just weren't getting before, uh, you know, that they you know, obviously didn't have that type of solution available to them?
0: Yeah. So, you know, our vision is to be the most convenient source of financing for small business in Canada. So again, the key word is convenient. We are fast. You fill out our form, you connect your bank digitally, uh, very quickly our algorithms can run and and price uh, credit for you. And, uh, you know, you can go from applicant in the morning to a funded client by the end of the day. So that convenience is, is a massive part of the value proposition. And, uh, we offer now a multitude of products. So you know, part of being a convenient source of financing means having the right solution for the right circumstance in business. So we started out with that merchant cash advance product where we take a percentage of card sales, but we have uh, fixed payment products now. We have a secured loan product and a revolving line of credit product. So there's a whole bunch of uh, ways in which we can uh, solve different uh, credit needs for small businesses. And it often really comes down to service. So you know, where we have a kind of very transparent way of, uh, of providing our services. We don't charge any upfront fees. There's no fee to apply. There's no uh, upfront fee on disbursement of the credit. There's just one cost of funds, really simple and easy to understand. And, you know, we uh, we take this sort of uh, very client-centric consultative approach to getting that business into the right credit product. And so, you know, we pride ourselves on on the wonderful reviews we get from from customers and we feel we've done our jobs. If we can help a, a small business owner get from point A to P, point B, that much, uh, that much more easily. You know, business owners are very busy. Uh, they're wearing a lot of different hats, particularly in in small business, uh, where you could be the CEO and the CFO and the chief of HR, and you're you're all those things all at the same time. And you know the, that time is very valuable. So if we can give the business owner not only the credit they need, but we can give them a bunch of their time back so they can focus on running their business. We feel we've done our jobs.
1: I guess from from your perspective, you you sat in those shoes before, so you can relate to exactly you know what what they're going through and the time that they don't have to be able to focus on things that they they're not looking to, to I guess uh, you know sit down and, and work on yeah you know, no. everything you can do to help there. You know is is something that you can relate to for sure, um, given your experience. Do you, so, you know, as we see the economy kind of shifting to this, or it's already shifted, I guess, to a platform type of economy, do you see yourselves kind of expanding out into other features while, you're, you know, you're providing, you know, these, these types of services now, but, you, you know, are you looking for other ways to capitalize as you have the business um, you know, we, you know, and gain that trust within your platform to to be able to add on other services to maybe you know give them um, you know less flexibility to have to leave you know your environment.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, as you point out, we we partner with a, an FX provider, a foreign exchange provider for businesses that deal in international payments. But uh, you know, on a, and I mentioned sort of the product uh, breadth. We we kind of add in various credit products over the years. You know, we we. We're constantly evaluating our strategic plan annually and looking at what you know products to add uh, in, in the following year. So we uh, we have sort of a roadmap of, of different uh, products that we feel we can we can do ourselves or or partner with others to bring to market. So you know, like I said earlier, if we want to be the most convenient source financing for small businesses, then we need to make sure that we're meeting the small business owners' needs, whatever they may be.
1: That makes that makes a lot of sense as far as, you know, expanding into the partners where, where you know your customers need, um, I guess, some additional assistance or it just makes sense at that point. Where do you see the the industry going itself? I know, you know, obviously you worked on this the past uh, 10 years. Are you seeing any trends within the industry within the small business needs, I guess, now um, comparable to, to where you started from uh, to be able to, I guess, innovate with change over the next five years itself?
0: Yeah, I think
1: that it's going to continue to
0: grow. I think that businesses like ours are going to continue to refine how we apply technology to the problem. And so that convenience factor is only going to rise over time. You know, we're in the business of providing credit and any business that provides credit, any industry that provides credit tends to go through its own cycles. So from that perspective, you know, as we go through economic cycles and, uh, you know, micro sort of cycles with respect to these particular credit niches, you know, you're going to have ebbs and flows where things get overheated and, and losses spike and, and some competitors, uh, you know, leave the market at that time. And, and so, you know, I think uh, we, we saw that in the U.S. a few years ago in our industry where uh, things got a bit overheated and now they're a bit more rational than they were. So, you know, I, I fully expect Canada to go through similar cycles at some point, but we tend to be a few years behind the U.S., But yeah, you know, technology is going to keep driving more and more convenience. I think the banks are uh, going to, you know, I don't I don't see the banks really getting into this space so much uh, just due to the regulated nature in terms of the types of things, types of uh, uh, loans they can make. Having said that, I see uh, financial institutions, you know, partnering in in a variety of forms with fintech companies like us uh, to help serve the customer needs. And so we're likely to see kind of more of that as well in the next uh, call it five to 10 years.
1: I would uh, totally agree with you there as we're starting to see, you know, that, that battle previously between fintechs and banks. And I think it's just inevitable of, of, you know, true partnerships that eventually serve that, that end customer uh, to the fullest. And I think we're starting to see that, that breakdown over the last couple of years and and hopefully uh, continues to do so even more so than, than it was in the past. So um, definitely seeing that trend uh, within the industry from our side as well. Yeah. Uh, well, David, it, it was it was great to have you on here. If you could for our for our listeners, uh, what's the best way to get in contact with you and your team at Merchant Growth?
0: Yeah, so the best way if you're a small business owner looking for capital, we provide credit uh, up to 300,000 per location. You can find us on our website which is
1: www.merchantgrowth.com. Awesome. And then Ways to Partner as well would be the same thing, I'd assume, correct? Yeah, you can uh, can find us there and uh, just call our line and ask for me. Awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on. Really good stuff for our listeners today. All right. Thanks, Chris. Really appreciate it. Currency Cloud is an online payments company that makes international money transfers fast and simple for businesses. We're building a borderless future where international transactions are seamless for a better user experience. Discover the world's most trusted payment platform and our toolkit of developer-friendly APIs at CurrencyCloud.com.
0: You've been listening to the Payments Innovation Podcast. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe now in iTunes or your favorite podcast player.
1: Thanks for listening. Until next time.